Talk Radio. Using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show. Welcome on this Tuesday, July 2nd, 2019. I'm David Knight, your host. Today we're going to take a look at the mask, the Antifa mask, is being worn by the corporate media, especially CNN. We're also going to take a look at the protests in Hong Kong. Do you think these two things are equivalent? I don't see them equivalent at all. Quite frankly, what's happening when you look at these pictures of what these cowards did in Portland, Oregon? I mean, wearing a mask and attacking a journalist who's just standing there recording an event, attacking him as a mob, hitting him in the back, sucker sucker punching him, uh, sending him to the hospital. That's a very different situation than what the anti-communists in Hong Kong are doing on the anniversary of the turnover. And uh, they're fighting for their freedoms, and they're fighting in the face of an authoritarian government that is armed to the teeth. Uh, So I take these two things as polar opposites of each other. Yeah, there's a lot of unrest all over the world, and it's going to get more and more polarized as we get closer and closer to 2030. They expect that they're going to have their control structures in place by 2030, and I suspect they probably will. Uh, But it's going to require, if we're not going to have that, it's going to require that we get in the face of these authoritarians like the people in Hong Kong are doing. They value their freedom. We don't. We don't value our freedom enough to even speak up about it because we've been so intimidated by the social media, by the corporate media, the broadcast media, and the government. They intimidate us. They shame us about our values, our culture, our religion, our freedoms. Our freedom of speech is now something that is not supposed to be allowed. So I've got some stories today uh, as we take a look at taxes. You know, yesterday, California became the first state government to tax ammunition, uh, have a special uh, fee to do a background check. Yes, there's taxes on ammunition, sales tax. But they put a special background check on every purchase, and it can be anywhere from $1 to $19. It can take anywhere from a few minutes you know, two to three minutes to 10 days to do a background check, depending on uh, how you are registered with your masters at the government, because they've now turned this into a government-granted privilege. And uh, now they've gone a little bit farther. It's not just yesterday. It was not only the first day to try to kill the Second Amendment by taking away ammunition in California. Now, California and 11 other states boosted their gas taxes on July 1st, just in time for the 4th of July holiday. going to be a revenue windfall for these uh, different states. Illinois, Ohio, California, South Carolina, Maryland, Rhode Island, Tennessee, Vermont, Indiana, Montana, Michigan, and Nebraska. 
But by far and away, the largest percentage increase was in Illinois. Uh, Illinois doubled their gas tax. Uh, that, uh, uh, for some of you, <laughs> that is a 100% increase. <laughs> they doubled it from 19 cents to 38 cents a gallon. They hadn't raised it since 1990. In California, uh, they added another 5.6 cents, and so now they're charging 47 cents per gallon of tax. So they have the highest tax of any uh, of any state in the union. The interesting thing about that, that was a two-stage tax that was put on by former Governor Jerry Brown out. And the second phase of the tax, they actually put it up to referendum. But the way they put it on the ballot, they lied to people. They said, uh, do you want your roads fixed? They didn't mention, <laughs> they we're going to charge you a 6% tax. And uh, I'll, I'll take bets on whether or not they actually do fix the decaying roads. We'll be right back. Stay with us. It's not only that you have a unique voice in the public arena, in the public square. The other thing that's unique about InfoWars is is it is the only network of this reach that is not backed by a corporate donor or corporate sugar daddy, that's not backed by some billionaire, that's not being funded by secret foreign government. It is completely independent of all that. It is an old school American 1776 style experiment in the expression of the freedom of press and freedom of speech that, in fact, the founders were so concerned with at the beginning of the country, they actually tried to support and subsidize organizations just like this because this was the kind of press they wanted. And then ultimately we now live in an era where they've mostly been co-opted by big corporations or billionaire sugar daddies who've been able to control and manipulate what news and views the person is allowed to have or express or hear. And the InfoWars audience has broken through that. They, uh, they are the bridge from the founding to the modern age, ultimate American democracy and freedom. And that's why there's been an unprecedented onslaught of deplatforming, defamation, lawfare, and libel targeting you. The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome on this Tuesday, July 2nd, Year of Our Lord 2019. I'm David Knight, your host. I think it was Reagan, wasn't it, that said, uh, if it moves, tax it? That's the philosophy of the Democrats. Well, that's happening. And a dozen states uh, raise their gasoline tax. You know, any cars that... If they're moving, you got to tax them. And they've got a number of ways that they're going to tax them. Uh, all of those people in California who are happy about this because they've got EVs, don't worry, they're coming for you too. Uh, they're going to change this tax structure because they're very, very, uh, they're insatiable in their appetite for taxes. As I pointed out, California has now become, uh, has been, I think, for a while, the uh, state with the highest gasoline taxes. They jumped at another. cents per gallon yesterday. So now on every gallon of gas that you get in California, there's 47.3 cents per gallon tax, highest in the country. Illinois, on the other hand, doubled their gas tax yesterday, doubled it from 19 to 38 cents per gallon. And that's in addition to many other taxes that were put on the people of Illinois. Uh, On June 28th, the governor there, Governor Pritzker, signed into law a $45 billion infrastructure plan that will bring Illinois drivers a record gas tax hike and higher vehicle registration costs. So they added uh, those taxes, they added fees, they added tax hikes on cigarettes, on e-cigs, on parking, on real estate transfers, on top of all the new revenue from massive gambling expansion uh, with new casinos and with legalized sport betting. All of that was passed in a single day. 
Who said that Democrats can't get anything done? <laughs> that can pass all of those taxes in a single day. And so now, typical Illinois driver will pay at least $100 more on gasoline each year with this doubled gas tax. And this is uh, just, it's one of just seven states, reports Zero Hedge, where drivers pay layers of general sales taxes and special excise taxes on gas at the state and the local level. In Chicago, for example, they have on the gasoline an effective tax burden of 39% because in Chicago, it's even higher than it is in the state of California. State of California, 47 cents per gallon. In Chicago, you pay 96 cents per gallon of gas. And uh, they're also going to hike vehicle registration fees. So if you've got a standard vehicle that's 8,000 pounds or less, a car, SUV, truck, uh, your registration fees are going to jump uh, to $148 from $98. So that's a 50% increase on registration fees, 100% increase on your gas taxes. <clears throat> this is uh, what Democrats have planned for all of us. If it moves, tax it until you kill it because they don't want us moving a single inch. They want to control our movement. They want us... They want to be in control of our transportation, always have been. I've talked before about a meeting that I went to, the Raleigh City Council, when I lived there. And the, <laughs> the city council member had just gotten back from the Soviet Union. And this was just before the Soviet Union collapsed. You know, you had all of the, all of the communist wannabes like Bernie Sanders and this city councilwoman in Raleigh trying to get a last glimpse at communism before it imploded, I guess. And she came back, and she was just so ecstatic. She said, you know, Moscow, I could go anywhere for a nickel on the subway system. And I said, it costs you everything <laughs> to, to pay for that subway system. People can't afford a car. Do you think the people there wouldn't rather have a car? Wouldn't rather have a real car rather than one of those Lottas that they drive there? <laughs> rather than have to queue up and wait? and be pushed around, shoved around on cattle cars with vomit and drunks on the seats. Uh, so when you look at what's happening with this, it's kind of interesting. They're bragging about how they passed this new progressive restructuring of taxes. They're going to soak the rich in Illinois, in Chicago. And uh, just, just well, let's take a look at it statewide because this is a progressive income tax that was passed in Illinois. Uh, and um, they just passed this. And as Zero Hedge points out, a married couple in Illinois that is earning the median annual income and paying the average property tax bill would see $195 in tax relief. Okay, cool. Going to get $195 back in taxes. But then that same family, if they use two cars on a regular basis, they'll get a, a $300 hit, a $200 gas tax increase, and a $100 vehicle registration fee hike. So the government giveth and the government taketh away. With one hand, the government makes a big show of signing a tax bill that's going to give them back $200. And then with the other hand, they take $300 back from you. Yeah, that's the state of America and the Democrat areas. And of course, uh, today, starting today, actually starting yesterday, all these things starting July 1st, it's kind of interesting, new taxes on uh Ammunition, background checks, and so you know you can pay as much as a nineteen dollar fee for a background check to buy ammunition. <laughs> I guess that's every time you buy it in California, and it can take ten days to do that. 
And so we've got our own little taste of California here in Austin uh, starting yesterday. It's now legal for homeless people to camp out on the streets here in Austin because we want to get just like California. We want excrement on the sidewalks and everything else. Turn Turn Austin into a public restroom. And AOC is complaining about people drinking out of the toilet. She should come to Austin. Look at the streets here in Austin. Uh, we're going to get to that. Uh, we'll get some uh, stuff about AOC. You know, isn't it funny that the Democrats have all of these urine fantasies? <laughs> you know, first it was the dirty dossier that was sold to us by Hillary Clinton and those Democrats about President Trump. And now we've got another urine fantasy pushed to us by AOC. And as I was saying yesterday, you know, the remarkable resemblance between Mayor Pete Boudigay and Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> I'm even going to, when I talk about him at length, I don't have a, uh, uh, much news about Boudigay today. But when it, there he is right there. I mean, they're separated at birth, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I think we should call him Mayor Pee Wee. Well, Mayor Pee Wee has a staffer who thinks that they should throw urine at people. You know, he wants to, Antifa, to start throwing urine at What is it with these people and urine, these Democrats? I guess uh, uh, they've been, uh, they've been uh, you know, pissing on our backs and telling us it's rained for quite some time, I guess, uh, <laughs> except from Josie Wales. Uh, let's take a look, however, as we get to the 4th of July. We now have another Nike Colin Kaepernick story. <clears throat> and uh, Nike had come out. They thought, well, it'd be nice. We're going to come out with a 4th of July shoe. It's going to be red, white, and blue with the theme. And on the heel, we will put the Betsy Ross flag. That's the 1776 flag uh, with the stripes. And uh, in the field there where we now have the, the field of stars, there were the 13 stars in a circle. That's the Betsy Ross flag. So they were going to put that on the heel of a Nike sneaker. They promoted it and so forth, but then they abruptly removed it after Colin Kaepernick decided that it wasn't politically correct. He raised concerns. He thought that the 1776 flag is offensive as a symbol. And so, as Wall Street Journal reported, uh, Nike created the Air Max One USA in celebration of the July 4th holiday. The heel of the shoe, as I said, features a U.S. flag with 13 White stars in a circle. That was the design that was created during the American Revolution, commonly referred to as the Betsy Ross flag. But after shipping the shoes to the retailer, Nike asked for them to be returned without explaining why. Uh, The shoes are not available on Nike's apps or on their websites. After the images of the shoes were posted online, reports the Wall Street Journal, Mr. Kaepernick, a Nike endorser, reached out to the company officials saying that he and others felt the Betsy Ross flag is an offensive symbol because of its connection to an era of slavery. Well, I think that Nike and Kaepernick are offensive symbols. Uh, Nike's spokesman told the Wall Street Journal, Nike has, they don't even want to own up to it. They don't even want to own up to what they've done. Nike has chosen not to release the Quick Strike 4th of July as it featured an old version of the American flag. It features an old version now of the Colin Kaepernick social justice warriors. And we'll talk about the corporate media's Antifa mask when we come back. Stay with us. Serving with InfoWars is a great honor. 
but I still need my morning coffee. And luckily, our break room at the InfoWars headquarters is stocked full of high-quality InfoWars store Patriot Blend coffee. Grown in the high mountains of southern Mexico, the Chiapas farmers grow 100% organic, non-GMO coffee at the ideal altitude for the perfect cup. A robust coffee with great flavor and mild acidity. There has never been a more important time to support InfoWars. So if you love coffee, and if you want to fight for freedom, then you can help. Order now at the InfoWars store. Sign up for AutoShip and get your own high-quality supply of Patriot Blend coffee delivered right to your door at InfoWarsStore.com. I talk about this on the air, and I I know it sinks into people, but I've decided that we're going to kind of reboot all our supplements. And that if you go back five, six years ago, before all the censorship and attacks and fake lawsuits and the rest of it, I would talk about how great the products are and how they were the best and why they were, and I'd have doctors on and experts to explain why they were so good. And instead, the last few years, I'm like, hey, we need to really support us, or they'll shut us down. The biggest thing people like to buy is supplements because they know how great they are and how wonderful they were. And the left always has headlines everywhere. Jones sells unapproved supplements that he claims are supplements. No, under federal law since 1996, you can't say that a supplement has been through the FDA because they have no jurisdiction and won't look at it. But then they say you've got to say it's not approved by them. And all drugs are is the system trying to tweak what's in Mother Nature and manipulate it and do different things. And a lot of drugs work great. They have side effects, not with Mother Nature. But Big Pharma doesn't want you knowing about God's medicine chest. Infowarstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. Let's talk to Marcus in New York. Marcus, you're on the air. Thanks for holding. Hey, Alex. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, your show is a breath of fresh air. I talk to a lot of people here out in New York City, and one thing I can tell you is that almost nobody agrees with these wars. I think that the neocons are trying desperately to get Trump to go to a war because they know that that's the only way that they could defeat him in the eyes of the public, the approaching 2020. That's it. I mean, if Trump buys into this, it'll be the end of his presidency. It's the only way I think he can be defeated other than assassinating him. It's a time to be praying, my friend. I agree entirely. And the last thing I just want to say, Alex, is I know they're trying to shut you down, but the reinforcements have arrived, man. I would love to see you on air until you're 80 years old. I would love to see what you're talking about when you're 80. But if they do shut you down, no, you've gone into this war. You've won a lot of battles. And there are a lot of people like myself and many others who are going to continue. We're going to keep fighting in the info war. And even if something does happen to you or your show, know for a fact that you've gotten a lot of people fired up for liberty. Thank you, sir, for calling. Clown World, InfoWars.com, ladies and gentlemen. It's already being printed. Your new ultra-limited edition Clown World t-shirt will be shipped out to you. And on the back, like a concert t-shirt, Clown World 2020, Cory Booker and all the rest of the usual suspects. We're going to have live coverage, and there's only 5,000 of these being printed. And that's it, and it funds the operation. It's a clown world, and we're just living in it. Celebrate the circus that is Democratic debates with this exclusive limited time clown world shirt 1995 really soft nice high quality fabric whole nine yards for everybody no reviews yet and yes we're running store-wide free shipping 50 percent off of the supplements and double patriot points and that's how we fund this operation thanks to you the amazing audience and this amazing crew and everybody else we will prevail infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine please support us today these sales are big 
Welcome back. I guess, you know, we're looking at Nike uh, uh, having second thoughts about putting out the 1776 Betsy Ross flag on the back of a sneaker. They had to withdraw that sneaker. They uh, made up the sneakers. They shipped them out to retailers. And because Colin Kaepernick said so, uh, that uh, icon of the Antifa movement, quite frankly, uh, they had to pull them all back. And they didn't even have the courage to say that they hated America. If you hate America, just say so, Nike. Let me tell you something. You know, you want a picture of the future? Let's just paraphrase Orwell. Uh, this is a picture of the Antifa future. Uh, just a picture Colin Kaepernick stomping on your face with a Nike sneaker forever. How about that? You know, that's uh, the picture of the future that Antifa wants. And let's take a look now at how the media reacted to this. Uh, we have uh, Tucker Carlson again with Andy No. Uh, talking about the attack, and you can still see that Andy No is is dazed from this. Uh, he had a brain injury from this, and this is a very powerful video. I just wanted to play this for you, uh, so that you could hear, in his own words, what this cowardly mob did to him simply because he was a journalist. They hate free speech. They hate the free press that much. And as I point out yesterday, uh, Andy Eno had been on with Tucker Carlson once before, and it talked about what was wrong in Portland. This is not the first time he's been attacked by these people. And he said, because they have purged all other speech out of the area, then basically it's just an echo chamber of what they have to say with each other, and it intensifies at that point. So that's one of the reasons why it's important to have free speech. It's a fundamental human right. But if you purge all other viewpoints, all other contrarian viewpoints out, and only allow the politically correct, in other words, what the political masters want said, then it becomes a very, very dangerous scenario. It becomes like Nazi Germany, quite frankly. It becomes like Portland, Oregon. It becomes very fascist, authoritarian, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Labels don't mean anything. The Antifa people, as I said before, are really anti-First Amendment. They're not anti-fascist. They are fascist. There's actually a Babylon B story that said uh, Antifa members attack and break mirrors uh, thinking that they're coming after fascists. Well, that's exactly right. They see themselves in the mirror if they could see what they really are. The rest of America sees what they are. But here's the uh, – let's play video clip number two. This is Andy No on with Tucker Carlson recounting the attack uh, from his perspective. On Saturday, documenting this protest that was organized by Antifa and its allies, we were a literal stone's throw away from Portland's most important institutions of the rule of law, the courthouses, um, the sheriff's office, the central police precinct, while hearing people chant, no hate, no fear, I'm suddenly bashed on the back of my head from behind, and from there, 
I've, I'm a very passive person. I've never been in a fight. It took me a few seconds to realize that I was actually even hitting my head. When I realized what was happening, it was too late. Um, a mob of people, all dressed in black and wearing masks, started beating me with their fists, and some of them used objects to hit me. I don't know how many people were involved. It seemed like 5, 10, 15, or 20. It could have been that many. Um, they beat me so much that I lost control of my GoPro camera that I was holding, which was then stolen from me. And when I thought it was over, I was wrong. Um, I put my arms up to try to shield my face as well as to signal to them that I was surrendering and that I uh, wasn't there to fight. But that really signaled to them to be more aggressive. So then they started dumping what I believe were milkshakes and eggs, throwing it at my face, which blinded me so I couldn't see. And I was kicked some more, punched some more. And all this time I kept thinking, where are the police? I could still see the Monoma County Justice Center in front of me, but no police ever arrived. I eventually stumbled away, bleeding, um, across the park, and I lost my balance, so I sat down on the ground in front of the courthouse. And from there, a medic SWAT team informed me that in order to get an ambulance to be taken to a hospital, I would have to walk to the police precinct. In other words, walk back in the direction of the demonstrators who just attacked me. Later that night, after arriving in the emergency room, I had a CT scan, which confirmed that, there, that I was diagnosed with um, a brain hemorrhage. from which you're suffering neurological damage. Just to remind our viewers, this is the group that CNN's primetime anchors have defended and promoted. Yeah, we're going to remind you of that. But did you hear what he had to say? He was, the police station was right there in sight. And even after that vicious attack, and he's bleeding, and you saw the pictures of him sitting there, and the police officer, the SWAT team medic comes over to him and says, uh, well, uh, yeah, you're going to have to walk over to another location. You're going to have to walk back through the gauntlet uh, to get to that other location. Wouldn't even help. Wouldn't even escort. Uh, you got to ask yourself why. Is it because these people are really their surrogates? Quite frankly, I'm suspicious of that. And it also, what he was saying is they were uh, yelling, no hate, no fear. They were bashing him, all right? No hate. And they are hitting him from behind, wearing masks. Uh, this is what I've seen these people always do. They'll come up to you in public, and they'll start uh, shouting, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, while they chest bump you and push you and shove you. Excuse me, excuse me. And this is what these people are doing to him. No hate, no hate, as they're bashing him from behind. What a bunch of spineless cowards. The only thing worse than Antifa is CNN. And we're going to play for you when we come back what Brian Stelter had to say. As a matter of fact, we've got enough time. Let's play video clip number three. And I want you to hear how Brian Stelter downplays this. And if you can remember, think back to all the attention and the days and days and days that they talked about what happened in Charlottesville and how you could have no equivocation. You can say there's good people on both sides. No, 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 you can't say that.
But he just kind of throws that, well, uh, we don't want this type of thing to happen, I guess, said Brian Stelter. Gave it 40-some-odd seconds. Here is uh, Brian Stelter giving, uh, uh, after <laughs> he's been on for a whole hour, this is a little appendage that they put on there about what happened with their heroes, Andy Fox. One more important story uh, that you need to know about before we take a break. Uh, this is yeah, a protest that, that turned violent against a member of the media in Portland, Oregon this weekend. Uh, conservative journalist Andy No was out there covering rival protests on Saturday. Antifa on one side, right-wing figures on the other side. But as the demonstrations clashed, uh, protesters, uh, it appears to be Antifa protesters, uh, then attacked No. Uh, he's been be. out there in the past. He's been covering protests in Portland for quite some time. Uh, his critics say he's there to, to cause trouble. But that's unacceptable. So they criticize him. Uh, the idea that that he would be attacked, that he would be uh, bloodied in that way, uh, unacceptable, period. Uh, and it's important uh, that everyone make that clear, uh, even left-wing critics who don't like him and, and things like that. And things like that. Yeah, even left-wing critics who don't like him and things like that, you know, kind of people like us, you know, because he's kind of a troublemaker. Yeah, we'll be right back. Stay with us. Robert Barnes, what has big tech become? Uh, big tech are big babies that have become big bullies. And the way they did so is because they faced no consequence, social, economic, political, or legal, for their illicit activities over two decades. And because of that, that's why the courts, the judges, the juries, the members of the independent free press that care about this, the ordinary members of the public and the audience that care about this, have to bring real social, political, economic consequence to their course of conduct. Otherwise, they will never change. And they will become the big tech oligarchs, the equivalent to the big trust of the 19th century, who ran American politics and ran American economy almost into the ground until we were able to recover after the Great Depression. The InfoWars audience is the fuel that flames the, the, the light of liberty across the world to make real the actions of independent free speech, to make real the original promise of an independent free press. Real collusion is big tech and big media manipulating and working with each other to try to meddle with elections, to try to shape people's thoughts. And then the whopper of telling us the whole time it's not happening. It's the ultimate form of gaslighting. What you just saw isn't what you just saw, even it is what, what you just saw. <laughs> InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Viewers and listeners, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And we're under unprecedented evil attacks, as you've seen. But I wanted to take just a minute out here from the bottom of my heart to tell you how much it means to me that when you saw all those lies against us last week, the worst things you can say about people, that you knew they were liars. You went and looked it up and found out the truth. And so I feel very strong, and I feel God's hand on my shoulder, and I feel your love in my heart. And I want you to know that love is right back at you. And I want to thank you for all you've done with your word of mouth and your prayers and your financial support because I'm committed to fight to the end, but I want to win. And without you, I'm going to be destroyed, and it's not going to be fun. But that's not what's important. The enemy could win. We're a key chess piece in this fight. We're being used by God. You're being used by God. This is providence. So I salute you and I thank you for all you've done from the bottom of my heart. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Briefly, folks, please do not forget, this is the Maximum Alert. We wouldn't be here without you. I thank you for your support and your help. We're going to be steadfast in this fight, but we need financial support. And we're going to put up more prominent donate buttons at InfoWarsStore.com. If you want to just give us straight donations, there's a P.O. box. If you want to mail us a check, we will put it into the fight against these globalists. We need money to fight back and to let them know we're taking action and to defend ourselves. InfoWarsStore.com is the main page. We have a huge sale going. Save InfoWars. Super special. Emergency special. 50% off. 
all InfoWars best-selling live products. All of them, 50% off. That's Super Mel Vitality, Survival Shield X2, now back in stock. Brain Force Plus, Turbo Force, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. So many more. Stock up on the toothpaste, the copy. Sign up for AutoShip, an additional 10% off. And I forgot, double Patriot points. Instead of 5% off on future orders, you get 10% off. And again, cancel AutoShip anytime for free. We need the funding. Thank you for your support. We're getting a lot of support right now, but we need a lot to go into this dark night. We're not going to back down. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. So the InfoWars model is a self-fulfilling, self-supporting structure that is promoting free press and free speech by people getting together and supporting one another and sustaining one another. It is the only independent press of this size and scale, of this public reach. It is the one model that says, here's a way to have a self-supporting, self-sustaining, self-structured, little democratic structure that because the audience determines what content goes up, the audience determines what audience is ultimately reached by their choices in supporting InfoWars. And it's all because the audience spends their whatever it is, whether it's $5 or $50 a month on products that they like and that they want that actually compete with the corporate-driven model. And the ability to do that and at the same time support press, support speech, support letting the audience choose what news they want to see and what views they want to hold. And it's the ultimate American democratic expression and experiment. And it is the celebration of free press and free speech with free money. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Propaganda. You're listening to the David Knight Show. Welcome back. Let's pull the Antifa mask off of these CNN anchors like Brian Stelter that you just heard, Chris Cuomo, many others. You know, as this story that we had up on Infowars.com from Paul Joseph Watson, new video shows Antifa crowbar attack. I mentioned this briefly yesterday. I didn't go into the details of it. And, of course, that uh, was up yesterday. Portland Antifa beat an elderly man with a crowbar, hit in the head with a crowbar, then sprayed in the face with mace. And there was a video of that. And then there was also another two men uh, named Adam and John uh, who were at the event. Uh, They were... Also assaulted by Antifa, while John was being pummeled by the mob in the center, Adam was struck in the head with nunchucks, metal water bottles, some sort of metal rod, and fists. John was sprayed with mace and blinded. He was led away as blood dripped down his face. Then he was dragged to a sidewalk. Another observer notes that one of Adam's attackers appears to wield something like a sock and a padlock. And, of course, that's been one of their uh, favorite weapons, to put a padlock and a sock. I guess they take it off their school locker, you know, these kids. Uh, photos later showed Adam at the ER with deep gashes in his head that required 25 stitches. But, of course, Chris Cuomo at CNN uh, recently called Antifa a good cause. Back in April, he said, you can talk about Antifa, said Chris Cuomo. I've watched them in the streets protesting in different situations, okay? There are certainly aspects of them that are true to a cause. That is a good cause. They want social justice, said Chris Cuomo on CNN. And they want whatever they want in that context. He was taken on by some of the other people on CNN. Steve Cortez fired back. Chris, Antifa is not a good cause. Antifa does not have good aims. Antifa wants power. They want political power. 
They want it taken through force. That is what Antifa is all about. And um, so, you know, when you take a look at what these guys, and that's not the only time they've done that, of course. Uh, Breitbart uh, points out in an article uh, saying that uh, the CNN chief, Jeff Zucker, is really the one to blame because it's not just an offhand remark by Chris Cuomo. It's not downplaying this by Brian Stelter. It's many, many times that uh, CNN has excused, complimented, or encouraged Antifa's use of violence. And he's got a, a list of these on this article Breitbart. Uh, Antifa, quote, fights for a good cause. That's one you just heard from Chris Cuomo. Antifa's fight is right, quote, unquote. Antifa's punches are more, quote, equally morally, are, are more equal morally, unquote, than others. Yeah, you know, some, <laughs> this is full animal farm at CNN. Some violence is more equal than others. <laughs> it's for a good cause, what they're doing. Uh, Antifa is, quote, on the side of right. No, they're on the side of left. Uh, Antifa is right because, quote, sometimes you can't fight by praising them or being nice to them. you got to fight with fire. Again, these are all from CNN. All from CNN. That's why Nolte on Breitbart said uh, this goes back ultimately to Jeff Zucker, the head of CNN, for letting this kind of stuff go on at CNN. And i got to ask you, you know, why is it that CNN isn't purged by all the social media salons? Well, I've got an answer for that coming up to you. But just understand the hypocrisy here. You know, CNN had Brian Stelter, Oliver Darcy dedicating uh, themselves full time to taking InfoWars off. Why? Because they are Antifa. They are Antifa. They endorse Antifa's causes. They endorse Antifa's tactics. And most importantly, they endorse Antifa's anti-First Amendment aspects. They don't want any other narratives other than theirs out there. CNN is a quote-unquote news network that doesn't want free speech, doesn't want a free press. And they go on. Antifa is, quote, as heroic as the American soldiers who stormed the beaches on D-Day. CNN. CNN said that. Antifa harassing Ted Cruz and his wife out of a restaurant is, quote, what Cruz signed up for. And then finally, any criticism of Antifa is racist. Racist. Because it's a bunch of white, spoiled, brat, Marxist, social justice warriors. Oh, so it's racist if you criticize them. Oh, but they do wear black masks, so I guess that's it, right? They're, they're identifying as black. Trans-racist, I guess. <laughs> they're kind of like uh, Beto O'Rourke. No, I'm Hispanic, really. Uh, or Rachel DeLiesel. Uh They put on a black mask, I guess now it's racist to criticize them if they hide their face behind a black mask. And as uh, Nolte points out on Breitbart, this is not the first time that Antifa has assaulted No. The journalist, Andy No. This is also the 15th time that we have video of Antifa assaulting members of the press. No wonder CNN likes them. You know, they're kind of like the brown shirts for CNN censorship, aren't they? And as he points out on Breitbart, CNN has stood out more than any other outlet as Antifa's shameless public relations arm. CNN is still serving as a terrorist group's public relations arm by downplaying this weekend's violence against no, Andy no, and you just saw that. Uh, Take a look at this other article from uh, InfoWars. 
the man, and this is just an amazing article, 49-year-old Roy Larner, who defended himself and others against the jihadists, who killed eight people, injured 38 others on London Bridge two years ago, now, now is under caution and being treated as a potential terrorist by the U.K. government. Why? Because he had people who don't like Islam contacting him. He said, I'm not political. I'm not political at all. I defended myself. He didn't even know at the time when he defended himself uh, that these uh, terrorists were shouting, this is for Allah, Islam, 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 while they were murdering other people with knives, running people down with cars. Uh, I guess if he had defended himself, against them, knowing that they were shouting uh, Allahu Akbar, then uh, that would have been proof right there that he's a uh, racist, right? Even though Islam's not a race. But because he was contacted by people, uh, not even because he said anything. I mean, this is taking free speech to guilt by association because somebody contacted you. He said, they treat me like a terrorist, but I'm not political at all. He has been forced to attend de-radicalization classes. And he is being monitored by the police. So if you got the left out there, you got Muslims who are running people down and stabbing them with knives, uh, don't criticize them. Don't criticize them. Uh, because, you know, murder is not a crime. But speech is now in London. If, depending on your political orientation, right? You know, if you are politically correct, you can murder people. You can literally get away with murder. Uh, but, you know, you're going to be treated as a terrorist if you even listen to somebody or even contacted by somebody who opposes that. All these people who are defending the milkshakers in the U.K., and now, of course, that's been adopted by the Marxists over here as well. As I said before, you know, hurling insults at somebody ought to be fine. I don't have a problem with that. That used to be the way the U.K. was. They used to have Speaker's Corner. Uh, that was set up in Hyde Park. Every Sunday, you'd go out there and you could stand on a uh, soapbox and you could say whatever you wanted to, and the police would protect you from the crowd. The wonderful exercise of the principle of free speech. I don't know if that even happens anymore. Last time I was in London, and uh, I'm uh, if I get my way, it will be the last time I'm ever in London, it was in 2001. Took the kids there, and uh, things were getting pretty close to getting out of hand at that point in time with Muslims. Uh, they didn't want anybody standing up and talking about their Christian beliefs. People would stand up and talk about controversial things, which would be religion and politics. Uh, one Christian preacher was there, and he was surrounded by an angry mob of Muslims. And as the police came up there, and they're talking into their uh, radios, and uh, they're starting to accumulate there. I just said, let's get out of here with the family. But So now, speech is criminalized. But, you know, you can assault somebody by throwing something at him. If it hits them, uh, no problem. You know, that's battery, but that's not a problem. Uh, that's the left for you. That's the, you know, it's just all about uh, whether or not it's politically correct assault, battery, and murder. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day -day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. 
Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. I'll be very, very clear with everybody about all of this. We're going into the season of war, and they have been inches from shutting down the final bank accounts we have due to their criminal activity and their and their digital fraud. And we need to know that we've got capital to go six months a year. We need to in here. We need to be provisioned. And you've got my total commitment that I am going to rampage forward against the enemy fearlessly. I'm loving every minute of this because I know I'm getting under their skin. I'm bloodying them up politically. I'm banging heads with them, and they can't help but attack back with lies that just brings more people here so i'm in one hell of a fight and so are you and i need war bonds i need gas i need ammo politically now but literally if you flood us with money and if you flood us with product purchases and if you flood us with your word of mouth you're unstoppable we're unstoppable together i want to send a strong message to the enemy i want to raise a couple million dollars right now to let the enemy know that their attacks are failing and that you will stand with us and i will never back down you have my commitment this only gives me more energy and more understanding of what we're facing and that we were right about this Let's talk to Marcus in New York. Marcus, you're on the air. Thanks for holding. Hey, Alex. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, your show is a breath of fresh air. I talk to a lot of people here out in New York City, and one thing I can tell you is that almost nobody agrees with these wars. I think that the neocons are trying desperately to get Trump to go to a war because they know that that's the only way that they could defeat him in the eyes of the public, the approaching 2020. That's it. I mean, if Trump buys into this, it'll be the end of his presidency. It's the only way I think he can be defeated other than assassinating him. It's a time to be praying, my friend. I agree entirely. And the last thing I just want to say, Alex, is I know they're trying to shut you down, but the reinforcements have arrived, man. I would love to see you on air until you're 80 years old. I would love to see what you're talking about when you're 80. But if they do shut you down, know you've gone into this war. You've won a lot of battles, and there are a lot of people like myself and many others who are going to continue. We're going to keep fighting in the info war, and even if something does happen to you or your show, know for a fact that you've gotten a lot of people fired up for liberty. Thank you, sir, for calling. I just want listeners to understand, money is what allows us to beat this and stand against this. And we're seeing a lot of orders right now with the Save InfoWars 50% off, but we make only like $5, $10 on higher marked up stuff. We're making like $2 on the toothpaste at that price. And we're moving a ton of it, okay? But you move a couple hundred thousand dollars or something and you get $20,000. That doesn't pay for all the infrastructure, the bandwidth, the lawyers, the crew. So we need to sell millions and millions and millions of dollars of product. I want to expand, not contract. And for six months, we've not just been at a standstill. The enemy's been winning. And I have labored and labored and labored and labored on this. I like to be expanding. I like to be winning. I like to be fighting. And we are winning the info war. That's why we're so hated. But we need to be retreaded. We need to be tuned up. We need to be fixed up. We never have time to get into dry dock. We got a lot of holes shot at us. And the enemy wants to silence us. Then they're really going to plant child porn on us. Then they're going to kill me or you or anybody else. I mean, the Democrats now are going into a full revolutionary fervor funded by foreign banks and the Chicom. So go to InfoWarsStore.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show.
Welcome back. You know, as we look at how social media has reacted to this, Paul Joseph Lawson, a couple of days ago, uh, as these things were happening on Sunday, he looked and uh, this attack happened on Saturday. He wrote the article on Sunday. Facebook and Twitter still hosting content for Antifa group responsible for the Portland violence. Uh, I just checked and uh, I checked on Twitter. And yeah, this group called Rose City Antifa that Watson was talking about with over 18,000 followers bragging about what had happened on Saturday in a post they celebrated the amazing success of Saturday's rally. They admit to having been behind the milkshake attack on journalist Andy No. Uh, the group is also using rally.org to raise money for future activities. They also brazenly dox people on their own website. Of course, they're still up on Twitter. I, I can't check to see if they're still up on Facebook because I've been banned on Facebook. Not the Antifa terrorists. Not these violent Marxist terrorists. I've been banned by Facebook. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Uh, these people are corporate masters. Of course, you know, we should just bow down and worship them because, you know, like, Reason and the Cato Institute libertarians say they won the lottery, right? They have corporate privilege. They are successful corporations, and corporations, they say, can do no wrong. Uh, But I would say the real danger that both the left and the conservative libertarians don't understand is when corporations merge with the government. That is true fascism. That is true fascism. And uh, I am really anti-fascist, not these people. They're anti-First Amendment. Uh, but, of course, you know, they're given a free pass. Nothing should be done about that. We have some people wide, wisely saying that, yes, they should be treated as terrorists. Actually, they should. You know, they're out there plotting acid attacks at a upcoming D.C. free speech rally. You know, because if you're for free speech, uh, nothing is too harsh of a punishment for you. As I said yesterday, if you want a visual representation of what Silicon Valley is doing to the digital public square, look at what Antifa is doing. What those masked thugs did to InfoWars, to Alex Jones in Portland, is exactly what the Twitter, Google, Facebook thugs of the digital public square, they admit it's a digital public square. They got lots of backing from venture capital firms, some of them directly part of the national intelligence agencies. Some of them, it was indirect. You know, they just had some, uh, uh, the head of the NSA, the head of the CIA, sitting on their venture capital firms. And they just happened to funnel money towards these shills that run these big social media companies, that run the world's largest search engine that now specializes in hiding as much as it does in finding information, Google. And if you want to know what these people are, I mean, the, you've got uh, the people conducting this stuff the, the, are hiding behind these big corporations, just like the Antifa people are hiding behind their balaclava masks as they beat people out of the public square. So they're talking about what they want to do at the D.C. free speech rally because free speech must be opposed everywhere by these people. By Antifa with physical violence in the real public square, by the Silicon Valley people in the digital public square. 
Uh, they're putting out stuff like this on social media. I just want to toss as many balloons of muriatic acid in the faces of as many proud boys as I can. I just want to blind as many of you blanks as possible. We already have muriatic acid, wax, and balloons. Now, here's what this really means. Uh, you know, we've got an upcoming segment where we'll talk about Alexandra Occasional Cortex and her fantasies about uric acid. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, this is muriatic acid. As they point out, it can be purchased in any pool store, any home improvement store. It's already dangerous on its own with the ability to cause minor burns, but it can quickly be washed off with water. But if you combine it with wax, as they're calling for in these posts, it will immediately form a film similar to candle wax on the injured person's skin, and you can't easily wash it off. That could allow the burn to become much more severe. It could even lead to the wax and the acid entering the injured person's bloodstream, even causing cardiac arrest in a worst-case scenario. But hey, you know, it's just a political, uh, it's political speech for these people. If it's the right kind of political speech, if they agree with the politics of these people, they will endorse their violence. And that's why, folks, this really is terrorism. President Trump has said that MS-13 could be treated as a terrorist group. Well, the definition of terror, yeah, I understand. They need to do something about MS-13. I'm not saying MS, give MS-13 a pass by any means. I've talked about that many times. But it's not technically a terrorist group. Terrorism, in the legal definition, is using force or violence or the threat of force or violence to achieve political goals. MS-13 doesn't have political goals. Antifa does. And as the Daily Caller pointed out, in 2001, the left-wing environmental group Earth Liberation Front was designated a domestic terror organization. What did they do? Well, they took credit for setting fire to condominiums in San Diego uh, because they didn't like new construction. And they also torched SUVs at a car dealership in Southern California. They burned down what they called McMansions, in other words, large homes, in other states like Washington. Uh, but nobody was hurt in any of those actions. Those were all taken against property. But it was for a political agenda. Antifa, on the other hand, is threatening people and committing acts of violence against people for a political purpose. They are, by the textbook definition, by the legal definition, they are a terrorist group. CNN took a lot of uh, exception to the fact that we said CNN is ISIS. We said that because they were pushing the war in Syria where John McCain, and the military-industrial complex was on the side of ISIS. They were helping ISIS. They were pushing ISIS. They were using ISIS as their surrogates. And, of course, CNN operated as their PR, their public relations firm. Now CNN is operating as the public relations firm for Antifa. CNN is Antifa. They share their same goals. Both of them despise the free speech. They despise free press. And um, yet, in Silicon Valley, there's a lot of support for these people. As I said, you know, they're not taking their sites down. As a matter of fact, one of these Antifa accounts, according to the owner of the account, said he's an, actually an employee of Twitter in Seattle. And then, of course, you've also got uh, Google that is involved in all of this. Yeah, these people own it. This is who we are fighting. This is why they banned us. 
This is why I can't check to see if that 185 group is still on Facebook. But I'll bet you they are because they're still on Twitter. Yeah, Silicon Valley loves this. But if you talk about abortion, if you oppose abortion, for example, or let's say you just talk about vaccines, uh, that'll get you shut down. If you push back against their wars, that'll get you shut down too. Now, I'm still on Twitter. Uh, as a matter of fact, you can follow me, Libertarian. Uh, you'll have to check because uh, I don't think they promote stuff anymore. Like I said last week, uh, my wife, <laughs> one of my biggest fans, <laughs> uh, was uh, they suggested to her uh, to turn off notifications from me and then immediately told her to follow AOC. <laughs> it's just the algorithm being honest, right? Uh, because the algorithm noticed how much she retweets and follows AOC and agrees with AOC and how much she disagrees with me. Right, that's how this thing is rigged. But you can find me on Twitter, Libertarian. You can also find me on YouTube for the time being, uh, youtube.com forward slash Libertarian. Don't forget to follow. Uh, you can also, it's easier for a lot of people to uh, share videos off of YouTube. And, uh, of course, you can also get transcripts and things like that. Helps you to go through and see what I was talking about, locate a particular spot in the video. But we put the full show up as well as clips from the show. Uh, YouTube, it's Libertarian as well as it is at uh, Twitter. And, folks, uh, if you want to help us fight back against this systemic oppression, this organized collusion against your free speech, your free speech is also being taken down. I started to talk about Twitter, and I didn't say you know, what they've done on Twitter, is they capped me once I got up to about 121 or something. It it's now stays within about 50 uh, people. Uh, so all the people that follow me, I get all these notifications of people following me, they just take them off again. If you want to help us, take a look at the sales we have at InfoWarsStore.com. 50% off all the InfoWars Live products, free shipping, double Patriot points. I talk about this on the air, and I, and I know it sinks into people, but I've decided that we're going to kind of reboot all our supplements. And that if you go back five, six years ago, before all the censorship and attacks and fake lawsuits and the rest of it, I would talk about how great the products are and how they were the best and why they were, and I'd have doctors on and experts to explain why they were so good. And instead, the last few years, I'm like, hey, we need to really support us, or they'll shut us down. The biggest thing people like to buy is supplements because they know how great they are and how wonderful they were. And the left always has headlines everywhere. Jones sells unapproved supplements that he claims are supplements. No, under federal law since 1996, you can't say that a supplement has been through the FDA because they have no jurisdiction and won't look at it. But then they say you've got to say it's not approved by them. And all drugs are is the system trying to tweak what's in Mother Nature and manipulate it and do different things. And a lot of drugs work great. They have side effects, not with Mother Nature. But Big Pharma doesn't want you knowing about God's medicine chest. Infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. Serving with InfoWars is a great honor, but I still need my morning coffee. And luckily, our break room at the InfoWars headquarters is stocked full of high-quality InfoWars store Patriot Blend coffee. Grown in the high mountains of southern Mexico, the Chiapas farmers grow 100% organic, non-GMO coffee at the ideal altitude for the perfect cup. A robust coffee with great flavor and mild acidity. There has never been a more important time to support InfoWars. 
So if you love coffee and if you want to fight for freedom, then you can help. Order now at the InfoWars store. Sign up for AutoShip and get your own high-quality supply of Patriot Blend coffee delivered right to your door at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Propaganda. This is the David Knight Show. Welcome back, folks. You know, as we see Antifa rioting in the streets, as we see free speech being shut down by the uh, social media companies, we also saw. In the debate that we had last week, we saw all 10 candidates raise their hand in support of giving free medical care to foreign citizens criminally trespassing. It's not enough for the Democrats. This is spending on steroids. It's not enough to give free everything to every American. No, it's free everything for everybody in the world. Everybody come to America. Get in line for your handout, uh, folks. It was a strategy put out by a couple of Democrat economists in the mid-2000s to do exactly this, Cloward and Piven. Uh, They had, in the past, said, uh, we need to burn down the American economy with our socialist welfare state. We need to get everybody on welfare so we can collapse the economy, then rebuild our socialist utopia here. Well, it didn't work. Not enough Americans signed up. So in the mid-2000s, Cloward and Piven said, Let's open up the borders. Let's put everybody on welfare. We can burn down the American economy and then build our socialist utopia here. Put us in control of everything, and that's exactly what they're doing. Marco Rubio almost kind of, sort of, has caught on. (laughs) It's a little bit slow, a little bit slow. Rubio says, the debates show that Democrats will nominate a candidate who rewards illegal immigrants. You think, Marco? Uh, they guarantee they'll nominate a candidate who will place no limits on immigration. Yeah, well, uh, that's only part of the problem, Marco. And we've got, it's not just those 10 that night, but just for good measure, you know, Julian Castro, Amy Klobuchar, uh, they also pointed out that they want to do the same thing as well. As a matter of fact, let's play the clip from Julian Castro. Health care for illegal immigrants is the right thing to do. No, it isn't. Uh, here's Julian. thought about uh, wanting to decriminalize uh, immigrants coming into the United States right now, make it a civil penalty. Again, you've drawn a lot of uh, heat for that, also for the plans that all the Democrats said they wanted to give access to health care for undocumented immigrants. President Trump had a tweet while he was overseas. want to show that. All Democrats just raised their hands for giving millions of illegal aliens unlimited health care. How about taking care of American citizens first? That's the end of that race. Followed by the New York Post the next morning. want to show that as well. Who wants to lose this election as all the Democrats raise their hands? Did you give an opening to the Republicans? Uh, Not at all. What I would like every American taxpayer to know is that right now, 
Number one, undocumented immigrants already pay a lot of taxes. Secondly, we already pay for the health care of undocumented immigrants. It's called the emergency room. People show up in the emergency room and, and they get they care get the as border. they should. And then third, it is the right thing to do. We're not going to let people living right in this country um, die because uh, they can't see a doctor. That's not who we are as Americans. The, the question is... That it- yeah, it's the right thing to do. We need to open up the borders and we need to give free education to everybody in the world. We need to give free health care to everybody in the world. Look. The Democrats have a program. President Trump ran in 2016 on America First, and boy, that set them off. Why did it set them off so much, you think? Well, because the Democrat Party has made it clear they want to put America last. We are the last people. We pay for everything for everybody in the world. We have to fight everybody's wars, and we have to pay for everybody's welfare. You know, the warfare, welfare state. Is what is destroying America. And we can't do enough of that. We can't defend our own country. We can't take care of our own citizens, but we're going to take care of every other country's citizens. And we're going to fight everybody else's wars. And if they don't have a war, we'll start one for them. Because the military industrial complex wants that. We'll be right back. Stay with us. It's not only that you have a unique voice in the public arena and the public square. The other thing that's unique about InfoWars is, is it is the only network of this reach that is not backed by a corporate donor or corporate sugar daddy, that's not backed by some billionaire, that's not being funded by a secret foreign government. It is completely independent of all that. It is an old school American 1776 style experiment in the expression of the freedom of press and freedom of speech that, in fact, the founders were so concerned with at the beginning of the country, they actually tried to support and subsidize organizations just like this because this was the kind of press they wanted. And then ultimately we now live in an era where they've mostly been co-opted by big corporations or billionaire sugar daddies who've been able to control and manipulate what news and views the person's allowed to have or express or hear. And the InfoWars audience has broken through that. They, uh, they are the bridge from the founding to the modern age, ultimate American democracy and freedom. And that's why there's been an unprecedented onslaught of deplatforming, defamation, lawfare, and libel targeting Deceit. Telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show. Welcome back, as I said at the top of the hour. The Democrats have a plan. It's called America Last. Now, that's, quite frankly, the choice that you have. You know, I'm not too happy with what President Trump has actually done in terms of putting America first. I don't think he has. I think he's too preoccupied with foreign wars. And, uh, of course, we had this uh, in the interview with Tucker Carlson that came out yesterday. Uh, Tucker Carlson accompanied him uh, to North Korea, to Japan, and so forth. He had an interview with Tucker Carlson. And uh, President Trump said that he would leave very strong intelligence, quote-unquote, in Afghanistan. Uh, and he basically sounds just like George W. Bush in this interview with Tucker Carlson. I think what we need to do is we need to add more intelligence (laughs) to the war in Afghanistan. If we had enough intelligence, we would get the H out of there. Uh, President Trump said that he wants the U.S. to just get out, quote-unquote, 
of the 18-year mire of a campaign in Afghanistan. Uh, He's now said, however, that he won't do that after all. He'll leave behind a very strong intelligence presence. In this interview with Tucker Carlson last night, he said that he still wanted to pull U.S. troops out of Afghanistan in line with his previous pledge, but he can't do so since the country is turned into a breeding ground for terrorists uh, in Afghanistan. Now, he says, uh, look, I would like to get out, he tells Tucker Carlson. I'd like to get out. The problem is it just seems to be a lab for terrorists. I call it a Harvard of terrorists. <laughs> well, no, we actually have a Harvard for terrorists, That the literal Harvard in America. We have a Berkeley for terrorists. We have a Portland University for terrorists. We have an entire university system here in America that mints terrorists. We have an entire K-12 educational system that mints terrorists, like the ones we saw in Portland. Uh, so, yeah, we do have the actual universities. For domestic terrorists, nothing is being done about that. But uh, if you want to talk about Afghanistan, President Trump, being a lab for terrorists, just take a look at Libya. Libya is a uh, lab for terrorists. It's also an arms bazaar for ISIS. That's where all the weapons were being shipped out to ISIS. It's where the CIA would ship the stuff and then send it back out to ISIS. It's kind of an arms depot for the CIA to foment terrorist attacks for regime change. And we created that situation in Libya, just like we created that situation in Afghanistan. And we're not doing anything with our presence there to make it any better. We're not putting America first. You know, when I look at this, we just had Nike say, well, we don't want a sneaker even with the original American flag, the Betsy Ross flag, the circle of stars in the star field there. Uh, we don't like that. And I say, you know, that that's pretty un-American for the 4th of July. But I say this is pretty un-American. Would Betsy Ross approve of the Afghanistan war? Would George Washington approve of the Afghanistan war? I don't think so. I don't think they would at all, quite frankly. I don't think either one of them would support a permanent war. You know, we've been there nearly 20 years. A couple of years ago, we had people in the Pentagon, the same people who were telling President Trump he can't pull out. Same people were saying, oh, we're going to be there another 20 years. You just watch and see. If this country doesn't collapse from overextending itself as an empire, we will be there another 20 years. We will never be leaving there. It's because, and it doesn't have anything to do with terrorism. It has to do with lithium. It has to do with rare earth uh, materials. It has to do with the strategic location. It doesn't have anything to do with terrorism. America has lost about 2,500 people in that war, about a trillion dollars in that war, and we only don't even have half of the country's territory under control, far less than that, quite frankly. And um, President Trump said uh, some very talented military people are saying, I would rather attack them over there than have them hit us over here and fight them on our own land. Okay, you've heard that before, haven't you? You heard it from George W. Bush in 2007. One principle of which every member of every party should agree on, the U.S. has got to fight the terrorists overseas so we don't have to face them at home again. Well, let me just say this. If either one of you believe this, President Trump or George W. Bush, if either one of you believe that, then you would step up security at the border, wouldn't you? You're not worried about fighting terrorists at home. You won't do anything to stop Antifa. You won't do anything to stop 
ISIS from coming across the border. You won't do anything to stop pandemics from crossing the border. You won't do anything to stop MS-13 from coming across the border. You won't do anything to stop the Democrats from burning us down with a welfare state that they extend to the entire world. You don't care at all about protecting America. Don't tell me this is America first. If you're really serious about not having to fight terrorists here, you would try to keep them out of the country, but you're not doing that. You're not doing that. You're letting a federal judge tell you that you can't do that. You know, I go back and I think about Terry Schiavo. Remember when she was murdered by one judge, a probate court judge, who sided with her estranged husband when her family said, we will take care of her. Let us take care of her. And you saw the pitiful videos of her interacting with people. You saw the videos of Christians who went there, even trying to get her a drink of water, being arrested and taken away as that judge starved her to death. Now, the governor of Florida at the time was Jeb Bush. The president was George W. Bush. Neither one of them would lift a finger to save Terry Chavo. We have got federal judges who have put America on the path to euthanization, just like they did to that one judge did to Terry Chavo. And we've got not only a president, a Republican president who won't do anything, President Trump, and shut down the edict of that judge. I, I, I can never forget or forgive the Bushes for allowing a judge to murder Terry Chavo. And I cannot forget or forgive President Trump, or even Governor Abbott, who I agree with on so many other issues as well. I can't forgive either one of them for doing nothing to protect our border. The governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, has control of the National Guard. In the past, Texas governors have used the Texas Rangers to protect the border. He won't lift a finger. President Trump won't lift a finger. They're bowing down to a judge who is executing America. We're going to let one or two Obama-appointed judges execute America like they did Terry Chavo? This is what is going to happen. You and I both know this. This is what we voted for the last time. That was what America first meant. Don't tell me you're fighting terrorists abroad when you don't want to protect us here at home. You won't do anything to protect the border. Uh, but I didn't mean to get off on that subject. I wanted to stay on to the America last people. I mean, you know, President Trump has done some good things. He says he wants to do it. He says he doesn't know how. Can't summon the will to oppose the judiciary like uh, Andrew Jackson did. Like the founders of this country said, they don't have the authority to enforce their orders, so we just bow down to them now. We bow down to them. The Congress has abdicated its lawmaking authority to the bureaucracy. They write rules. And they say, well, they're rules and they're not laws. Therefore, you have no due process. You have no presumption of innocence. You have no protection against excessive fines or punishments. Because they're rules from the bureaucracy. Legislation without representation. And, of course, the bureaucrats also tax us without representation. We don't elect them. Our elected representatives lay down and let them do that to us, just like President Trump is laying down and letting the unelected judiciary run over this country and put it on a death watch. And I'm sick and tired of it. Are the Democrats any better? Of course not. They're even worse. This is a sad situation we're in. This is why I say there is no solution to be found in Washington for America's cancer. 
and unfortunately is metastasized to most of the states as well, even here in Texas. Even with Governor Abbott, we don't have anybody who is strong enough to oppose the political correctness and protect our borders, as the governor could do. And most of these other border states are Democrat. When we come back, we're going to talk about what could really be a winning issue for the Republicans if they would stop this promise of free health care for the world. Come on, we've got 35,000 people coming from Africa now in the next wave. We'll be right back. Stay with us. InfoWars and free speech and your right to speech has been under unprecedented attack the last year or so. It's, it's, it's Orwellian. It's, it's biblical. It's, it's authoritarian. It's insane. And I keep trying to judge and gauge when is the right time to have to stumble up on deck as the captain of this operation and say, hey, we're sinking. I've begged for your support before, and thanks for keeping us afloat, but this is the real SOS. If you don't buy a bunch of products and spread the word and keep fighting, InfoWars will be shut down, not just crippled. And so we've reached that point. It'll make the enemy happy, but, you know, whatever. We have withstood so many other attacks. We've gone through so much because of your support. You have, you have been there. But let me tell you, they are pissed they haven't been successful, and they're giving us their full assault. So we need your prayers, your financial support, and your word of mouth now at InfoWarsTore.com. It's your fight. Decide whether or not you want InfoWars to continue, because we could be shut down. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. So the InfoWars model is a self-fulfilling, self-supporting structure that is promoting free press and free speech by people getting together and supporting one another and sustaining one another. It is the only independent press of this size and scale, of this public reach. It is the one model that says, here's a way to have a self-supporting, self-sustaining, self-structured, little d-democratic structure that because the audience determines what content goes up, the audience determines what audience is ultimately reached by their choices in supporting InfoWars. And it's all because the audience spends their whatever it is, whether it's $5 or $50 a month on products that they like and that they want that actually compete with the corporate-driven model. And the ability to do that and at the same time support press, support speech, support letting the audience choose what news they want to see and what views they want to hold. And it's the ultimate American democratic expression and experiment. And it is the celebration of free press and free speech with free markets. Robert Barnes, what has big tech become? Uh, Big tech are big babies that have become big bullies. And the way they did so is because they faced no consequence, social, economic, political, or legal, for their illicit activities over two decades. And because of that, that's why the courts, the judges, the juries, the members of the independent free press that care about this, the ordinary members of the public and the audience that care about this, have to bring real social, political, economic consequence to their course of conduct. Otherwise, they will never change. And they will become the big tech oligarchs, the equivalent to the big trust of the 19th century, who ran American politics and ran American economy almost into the ground until we were able to recover after the Great Depression. The InfoWars audience is the fuel that flames the, the, the light of liberty across the world to make real the actions of independent free speech, to make real the original promise of an independent free press. Real collusion is big tech and big media manipulating and working with each other to try to meddle with elections, to try to shake people's thoughts. And then the whopper of telling us the whole time it's not happening. It's the ultimate form of gaslighting. What you just saw isn't what you just saw, even it is what, what you just saw. <laughs> InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. 
Viewers and listeners, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And we're under unprecedented evil attacks, as you've seen. But I wanted to take just a minute out here from the bottom of my heart to tell you how much it means to me that when you saw all those lies against us last week, the worst things you can say about people, that you knew they were liars. You went and looked it up and found out the truth. And so I feel very strong, and I feel God's hand on my shoulder, and I feel your love in my heart. And I want you to know that love is right back at you. And I want to thank you for all you've done with your word of mouth and your prayers and your financial support because I'm committed to fight to the end, but I want to win. And without you, I'm going to be destroyed and it's not going to be fun, but that's not what's important. The enemy could win. We're a key chess piece in this fight. We're being used by God. You're being used by God. This is providence. So I salute you and I thank you for all you've done from the bottom of my heart. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Welcome back. We have a candidate who says he wants to put America first. And we have a political party, the Democrats, who want to put America last. Uh, Who are you going to vote for? (laughs) I mean, even if President Trump doesn't follow through with any of his promises about America first, uh, still, when you look at these Democrats, as the New York Post put that picture of them, how many of you want free health care for any foreign citizen who comes here illegally? And they all raise their hands. All 10 of them raise their hands. And the New York Post picked that picture up. And who wants to win an election? Raise your hand. Uh, lose an election. Raise your hand. And they all <laughs> picked that picture up. But then it's not just those 10, of course. It's all of them. You know, Julian Castro, I played that for you. He's number 11, doubling down on it. Paying health care for anybody in the world who comes here is the right thing to do. You just come on in. Come on in. We'll support you. Free education, free health care, free housing. You can vote for free. You know, we just pass all these different... Uh, laws that we've got for everybody else, it doesn't apply to you. You get preferential treatment. We will treat you better than we treat American citizens. When it comes to education, you can get in-state tuition at any state that you choose to go to. Not so for American citizens. And I would say that even for the Democrats, if President Trump were to hammer them on this idea, because this really will burn the country down very, very quickly, and that's the intention. Going back to Cloward and Piven, as I point out, the two Democrat economists, that's their intention to burn down this country. Uh, if he were to come out and say uh, he doesn't even have to oppose the welfare state. The welfare state for Americans is not the right thing to do. It's unconstitutional. It's illegal. It's immoral for the government to run a welfare state. And it's not pragmatic. It will ultimately burn this country down. But they just want to do it at a faster rate. That's why they want to apply this to foreign citizens coming here. But President Trump doesn't even have to oppose the welfare state at this point. They can say, we're going to make sure that the welfare state is in place and a safety net for Americans, Americans first. And uh, he's got to do it pretty quickly because the Democrats are going to make sure these foreign citizens are voting. And even if they don't vote, if they're counted in the census in the sanctuary states, the political power of the sanctuary states will go up because these foreign citizens criminally trespassing will be counted in the census. And that means that they will get more seats in the Congress, they will get more seats 
and the Electoral College. But I played for, you know, we saw the 10 of them raise their hands. We want to give all foreign citizens medical care. Julian Castro, number 11. Number 12, Amy Klobuchar. Let's play the clip. She wants to cover everybody as well. Here's Amy Klobuchar. I want to ask you about the debates this week. One question to many of your colleagues and competitors was whether their health care plan would cover undocumented immigrants. Would your plan do that? As part of comprehensive immigration reform, um, we must move forward on making sure that people have health care. California uh, just did that with uh, Medicaid, and I am supportive of that. But I think on the national basis, as we go forward, get immediate health care for people, yes. But as part of making this actually happen, you need comprehensive immigration reform. And one thing that was missing um, from the NBC debate, actually, that I hope we can discuss is that we have humanitarian crisis at the border right now. But we also did okay, not talk about— Okay, let's hold about- this right here. Okay, so she's bragging about the fact she did this in California. She's very proud of that. Let me tell you, the people in California are not happy with that. They're not happy with free medical care for illegal aliens, or let's just call them foreign citizens criminally trespassing. They do have a country. All these people coming here, they do have a country that they're citizens of. That country is not doing anything to help them. They could change that country. They could work to change their own lives. But they decide that the best way to change their own lives is to come here and get stuff for free from us. The Rasmussen uh, Rasmussen Reports poll, uh, going back to June 19th. So somebody send this. This is a a poll that's a couple of weeks old. Uh, This is an interview with Amy Klobuchar just over the weekend. So obviously she didn't pay attention to this poll. This poll asked people in California if illegal immigrants should receive free health care. It was a brief two-question survey. It said, number one, do you favor or oppose making health care benefits available to young, low-income, illegal immigrants in your state? Number two, is it offensive to refer to someone who has entered this country illegally as an illegal immigrant? Because that's the other thing the Democrats are saying. It's like, we got to decriminalize crossing the border without any permission. Well, if you got to decriminalize it, then that means that it's a crime, right? That means the people who are committing a crime are coming here illegally. They're illegal aliens. Uh, they're not undocumented. Nevertheless, with 1,000 online telephone respondents, 31% of the voters in California favored making health care benefits available to illegal immigrants. And 55% opposed it. 13% were not sure. So, they're just talking about doing it because, you know, California, they know that it's going to bankrupt them even faster if they make it available to everybody. So they're just saying, yeah, only for those under 26 who come here. And yet, even that doesn't have any support with the people of California. So when you're going to an election, do you want to be on a side of the issue where the 31 percent of the people are or where the 55 percent of the people are? Well, we got a party of Democrats that are kind of like Alexandria Occasional Cortex. They can't do math, but they can do virtue signaling. (laughs) And they are hardcore Marxists who want to take this country down. So they're going to side with the 31%. And that's all 10 of them. Uh, As a matter of fact, they want to go farther than the people in California. Remember, in California, they were limiting it to those who are under 26 years old. These Democrats who all raised their hand on Thursday night, And the rest of them, quite frankly, as well. I mean, I've got two of them on record. Elizabeth Warren wants the same thing. All of the Democrats want this. All 20 of them uh, want this. I I don't think there's any exceptions to this. But, uh, you know, we've got at least uh, 13 of them have gone on record 
saying, well, Cory Booker, that'd be 14, uh, saying that they want this. They want to go with a proposal that is so radical that only 31% of the people in California support it. It is an America last proposal. You heard the Democrats say, well, uh, the American people side with us on the issues. Let me give you a couple examples why not even the Democrat Party sides with the radicals who are running for president. The House approved reauthorizing the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment opposes using taxpayer funds to fund abortion. That was going to be the middle ground. All right, we won't prohibit abortion, but we won't make people pay for it who are morally opposed to it, the taxpayers, and all taxpayers. That's not the position of anybody in the Democrat Party. Everybody in the Democrat Party not only wants unrestricted abortion for any reason at any time up to and, quite frankly, beyond the point of birth. That's what uh, comfort care abortion really is that Ralph Northam, the governor of Virginia, was talking about. After the baby's born, if it survives the attempts to tear it apart limb by limb, and I'm not exaggerating, that's not uh, that's exactly what they do. Rip, out, rip it off. Arms, legs, bits and pieces, the head, anything they can to abort the baby. If it survives that, uh, then you put it over on the side and just let it expire peacefully. That's called comfort care. They support abortion at any time for any reason or no reason at all past the point of birth, and they want you to pay for it. Uh, but, of course, the House didn't, The House is majority Democrat. They didn't support that. The House passed a bill allowing concealed carry across state lines. Even the Democrat-controlled House doesn't support the gun confiscation of Eric Swalwell and the rest of the Democrats running for president. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male path. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. I just want listeners to understand, money is what allows us to beat this and stand against this. And we're seeing a lot of orders right now with the Save Info Wars 50% off, but we make only like $5, $10 on higher marked up stuff. We're making like $2 on the toothpaste at that price. And we're moving a ton of it, okay? But you move a couple hundred thousand dollars or something and you get $20,000. That doesn't pay for all the infrastructure, the bandwidth, the lawyers, the crew. So we need to sell millions and millions and millions of dollars of product. I want to expand, not contract. And for six months, we've not just been at a standstill. The enemy's been winning. And I have labored and labored and labored and labored on this. I like to be expanding. I like to be winning. I like to be fighting. And we are winning the info war. That's why we're so hated. But we need to be retreaded. We need to be tuned up. We need to be fixed up. We never have time to get into dry dock. We got a lot of holes shot at us. And the enemy wants to silence us. Then they're really going to plant child porn on us. Then they're going to kill me or you or anybody else. I mean, the Democrats now are going into a full revolutionary fervor funded by foreign banks and the Chicom. So go to InfoWarsStore.com. 
it's not only that you have a unique voice in the public arena and the public square. The other thing that's unique about InfoWars is, is it is the only network of this reach that is not backed by a corporate donor or corporate sugar daddy, that's not backed by some billionaire, that's not being funded by a secret foreign government. It is completely independent of all that. It is an old school American 1776 style experiment in the expression of the freedom of press and freedom of speech that in fact the founders were so concerned with at the beginning of the country they actually tried to support and subsidize organizations just like this because this was the kind of press they wanted and then ultimately we now live in an era where they've mostly been co-opted by big corporations or billionaire sugar daddies who've been able to control and manipulate what news and views the person is allowed to have or express or hear and the InfoWars audience has broken through that the, uh, the, they are the bridge from the founding to the modern age ultimate American democracy and freedom and that's why there's been an unprecedented onslaught of deplatforming, defamation, lawfare, and libel targeting you. Clown World, InfoWars.com, ladies and gentlemen. It's already being printed. Your new ultra-limited edition Clown World t-shirt will be shipped out to you. And on the back, like a concert t-shirt, Clown World 2020, Cory Booker and all the rest of the usual suspects. We're going to have live coverage, and there's only 5,000 of these being printed. And that's it, and it funds the operation. It's a clown world, and we're just living in it. Celebrate the circus that is a Democratic debate for this exclusive limited time clown world shirt 1995 really soft nice high quality fabric whole nine yards for everybody no reviews yet and yes we're running store wide free shipping 50 percent off of the supplements and double patriot points and that's how we fund this operation thanks to you the amazing audience and this amazing crew and everybody else we will prevail infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine please support us today these sales are big this is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Welcome back. As I pointed out, we got all 10 Democrats raising their hands for unlimited health care for foreign citizens criminally trespassing in the United States. We had more asked about over the weekend. Julian Castro, Amy Klobuchar. Oh, yes, that, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's the only moral thing to do, to provide health care to the entire world. And they also say that the American people support them on these policies. I'd say that they can't even push taxpayer-funded abortion taking over the Hyde Amendment in the House. They lost there in the House because you had some Democrats who actually want to have a political future voted against that, voted against taxpayer-funded abortion, which all of the Democrats running for president support. And then you have another instance of this on gun control, for example. You just had the House pass the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act, just happened uh, within the last uh, week or two. You know, when they say, oh, oh, everybody supports our position on gun control. No, they don't. The Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act is one of the NRA's top legislative priorities. Uh, passed 231 to 198, and it's going to go to the Senate. 
It allowed gun owners with concealed carry permits from one state to carry them into other jurisdictions because we've had some horrendous law enforcement abuses of people who traveled, let's say, to uh, New Jersey, and they might have a concealed carry permit that they got in another state. Very law-abiding citizens. You don't get a concealed carry permit unless you are somebody who uh, abides by the law so explicitly that you think that having a gun is a government-granted privilege. I mean, these people are more law-abiding than I am. (laughs) I think I have a constitutional right to carry a gun anywhere I want to. These people will go through background checks. They'll take training classes and all this other kind of stuff to get the government to give them a pat on the head and a piece of paper. And even with that, you got New Jersey and some of these criminal Democrat jurisdictions hammering these people. So these are positions that the radical Democrats, their most radical people, are now running for president, you know, saying we're going to confiscate all the guns, calling them all military weapons and so forth. Eric Swalwell, and uh, we'll pay you something for it, but if you uh, don't want to surrender it and get paid, we'll just kill you, uh, which is what he's made clear in the past. I got one more quote from the Democrats because, again, the radical people, there's a lot of radical people at every level, of course, in the Democrat Party, and the DNC chair, Perez, had a back and forth over the weekend. You had uh, Chris Wallace, Fox News. Kind of double down and ask him, everybody, even those other interviews, uh, you had uh, you had George Stephanopoulos, who worked with the Clintons. He's at ABC News, and he's asking Julian Castro, it's like, are you serious? You're seriously proposing that you're going to give free health care to everybody in the world who comes here? Crashing the border? You're going to just immediately give them free health? Oh, it's the right thing to do, said Julian Castro, to George Stephanopoulos. And so here on Fox News, you got Chris Wallace talking to the chair of the DNC, the Democrat National Committee, Perez. Uh, let's play video clip number six. That stage, all 10 of them said that they would provide health insurance coverage for people in this country illegally, either under Obamacare or Medicare for all, whichever they supported. No talk about preconditions. You got to be working in this country. No talk about you, you got to be paying in taxes. The, the basic point was you're in this country legally or illegally. You get health insurance coverage. You get and it's an insurance program, so you have to pay into it. And as you know, immigrants, including undocumented immigrants, pay billions of dollars in taxes. And, and that's the reality. And what, what Democrats also said, uh, Chris, which is far different from Republicans, is that if you have a pre-existing condition, you should be able to keep your coverage. Democrats believe that health care should be available. Affordable, quality health care should be available to everyone. And thanks to... Yeah. How how do you know if it's a pre-existing condition or what? I mean, you you don't even know who these people are when they're coming in here. And of course, they always say, they all pay taxes. Look, we've had several studies showing that foreign citizens criminally trespassing in the United States are on all of the different welfare programs at a much, much higher rate than Americans. They knew that. That's why Cloward and Piven talked about this. They said, we can't get enough Americans to sign up on welfare. Let's bring in people from other countries. And they're not sending us their best people, as President Trump said. Now you've got Kamala Harris wants to do something to bring in even more immigrants. Do it legally. She wants green cards, a rush of green cards, hundreds of thousands of green cards for people coming here from India, Indian college graduates. 
And uh, she is a sponsor, key sponsor of a bill that would outsource jobs to graduates from India. If her law is adopted, writes Breitbart, the rush of Central American migrants at the southern border will be overshadowed by a huge rush of Indian college graduates walking into professional jobs throughout the United States. As uh, one person who reported on this, a Center for Immigration Studies said uh, a lot of people believe this is only for IT professionals, but the potential impact goes way beyond IT. It goes to healthcare, accountants, other professional jobs will be at risk. Look, it's not even the professional jobs. We saw Disney firing their staff, replacing them with cheap labor from India and said, you're not going to get any severance pay unless you train your cheap replacements from India. That was Disney. But then they want to bring in hundreds of thousands of workers from India, college educated, to take technical jobs primarily, but not just in IT, healthcare, accountants, other professional jobs. Uh, all these jobs, all these people who are going to college in America, coming out with massive loans, and you saw that most of the uh, college students now, the younger generation, regrets having spent the money on a college degree. And that especially goes up if you majored in basket weaving or something like political science. <laughs> uh, but the people who got more technical-oriented jobs, like engineering or medicine or something like that, they were not as likely to say that it was too expensive, that it didn't make any financial sense. Now those people are going to be swamped if Kamala Harris gets her way with college graduates from India. And they said uh, she's a lead Democrat sponsor for this bill. It's called Fairness for High-Skilled Immigrants Act to help Indian graduates get roughly 120,000 green cards each year, five times as many green cards as they currently get. This is why I say the Democrat Party, Kamala Harris especially, America last. India is more important. Get jobs for Indians before you get jobs for Americans. And, of course, it's the big tech companies, the big corporations who are demanding this because they want cheaper labor. They don't want to hire American. They outsource their factories to foreign countries. They insource the people. Uh, they bring in cheaper foreign workers. And, you know, I kind of find it interesting. They don't point this out in this bill, in, in this uh, article, I think. But Kamala Harris is not African-American. She is a Jamaican, her father is Jamaican, and her mother is Indian. Maybe that's why this is such an important thing for her. Maybe we'll have Rashida Tlaib sponsor a bill to bring in a lot of people from Palestine because she identifies more strongly with Palestine than she does America. She has nothing but good things to say about Palestinians. When she won the Democrat primary, which is essentially winning the seat, she wrapped herself in the Palestinian flag. They chanted, they Ululated, you know, they said, Palestine, I got to tell my relatives, all my family back in Palestine. So is this why Kamala Harris is doing this? Because of her Indian ancestry? Wants to bring in 120,000 Indians to take college jobs from American students, including African-Americans? Because, you know, Americans come last, including African-Americans when it comes to Kamala Harris. You get at the back of the bus if you're an African-American, according to Kamala Harris. You put the Indians at the front. Black Americans go to the back of the bus. Yeah, that's uh, the reality of all this stuff. She wants to pretend that she's an African-American, and she's not. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
I talk about this on the air, and I, and I know it sinks into people, but I've decided that we're going to kind of reboot all our supplements. And that if you go back five, six years ago, before all the censorship and attacks and fake lawsuits, the rest of it, I would talk about how great the products are and how they were the best and why they were. And I'd have doctors on and experts to explain why they were so good. And instead, the last few years, I'm like, hey, we need to really support us or they'll shut us down. The biggest thing people like to buy is supplements because they know how great they are and how wonderful they were. And the left always has headlines everywhere. Jones sells unapproved supplements that he claims are supplements. No, under federal law since 1996, you can't say that a supplement has been through the FDA because they have no jurisdiction and won't look at it. But then they say you've got to say it's not approved by them. And all drugs are is the system trying to tweak what's in Mother Nature and manipulate it and do different things. And a lot of drugs work great. They have side effects, not with Mother Nature, but Big Pharma doesn't want you knowing about God's medicine chest. Infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. Let's talk to Marcus in New York. Marcus, you're on the air. Thanks for holding. Hey, Alex. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, your show is a breath of fresh air. I talk to a lot of people here out in New York City, and one thing I can tell you is that almost nobody agrees with these wars. I think that the neocons are trying desperately to get Trump to go to a war because they know that that's the only way that they could defeat him in the eyes of the public, the approaching 2020. That's it. I mean, if Trump buys into this, it'll be the end of his presidency. It's the only way I think he can be defeated other than assassinating him. It's a time to be praying, my friend. I agree entirely. And the last thing I just want to say, Alex, is I know they're trying to shut you down, but the reinforcements have arrived, man. I would love to see you on air until you're 80 years old. I would love to see what you're talking about when you're 80. But if they do shut you down, no, you've gone into this war. You've won a lot of battles. And there are a lot of people like myself and many others who are going to continue. We're going to keep fighting in the info war. And even if something does happen to you or your show, know for a fact that you've gotten a lot of people fired up for liberty. Thank you, sir, for calling. Briefly, folks, please do not forget, this is the Maximum Alert. We wouldn't be here without you. I thank you for your support and your help. We're going to be steadfast in this fight, but we need financial support. And we're going to put up more prominent donate buttons at InfoWarsStore.com. If you want to just give us straight donations, there's a P.O. box. If you want to mail us a check, we will put it into the fight against these globalists. We need money to fight back and to let them know we're taking action and to defend ourselves. InfoWarsStore.com is the main page. We have a huge sale going. Save InfoWars, super special, emergency special, 50% off. All InfoWars best-selling life products, all of them, 50% off. That's Super Mel Vitality, Survival Shield X2, now back in stock. Rainforce Plus, Turbo Force, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, so many more. Stock up on the toothpaste, the copy. Sign up for AutoShip, an additional 10% off. And I forgot, double Patriot points. Instead of 5% off on future orders, you get 10% off. And again, cancel AutoShip anytime for free. We need the funding. Thank you for your support. We're getting a lot of support right now, but we need a lot to go into this dark night. We're not going to back down. I want to be very, very clear with everybody about all of this. We're going into the season of war, and they have been inches from shutting down the final bank accounts we have due to their criminal activity and their and their digital fraud. And we need to know that we've got capital to go six months a year. We need to end here. We need to be provisioned. And you've got my total commitment that I am going to rampage forward against the enemy fearlessly. I'm loving every minute of this because I know I'm getting under their skin. I'm bloody and then I'm up politically. I'm banging heads with them, and they can't help but attack back with lies that just brings more people here so i'm in one hell of a fight and so are you and i need war bonds i need gas i need ammo politically now but literally if you flood us with money and if you flood us with product purchases and if you flood us with your word of mouth you're unstoppable we're unstoppable together i want to send a strong message to the enemy i want to raise a couple million dollars right now to let the enemy know that their attacks are failing and that you will stand with us and i will never back down you have my commitment this only gives me more energy and more understanding of what we're facing and that we were right about this